good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time, whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome back to Mammy Monologues, and my name is Mammy Torva. Oh gosh, so I hope you're all well, first of all, and thank you for coming back and checking in. Um, yeah, so I've been in uh, the southwest coast of England now for a few weeks, and I have noticed something that I wanted to share with you. And I feel like everybody, I feel like everybody at the moment needs a bit of love. Um, I've just been scrolling through Instagram, as you do. And I have to say, some of the, okay, well, this is, I hope this comes across well. Some of the bigger mermaid names that I've come across have all just having a really just burnt out, tough time at the moment. We have Courtney Mermaid that's been going through a lot of, her personal issues and personal things going on in her life she's also recently been ripped off for the second time i believe which is insane we have vera beach mermaid um uh who is experienced who's really down with the state of the world and uh, for those of you who haven't really checked in or not really aware um i don't really read the news or watch the news or check in with that because there's a lot of just a lot of propaganda a lot of fear mongering and it's just i have no space for that in my life right now in my own mental state but unfortunately there's been some horrific law passed in america for those of you who um, aren't aware of um that some states now forbid it and it is now illegal officially to ban abortion which is something I think I probably will touch on today, along with a few other things that I'd like to talk about on this podcast. So just to be warned that this podcast will be going into the depths of some things that I think are important and are important to our community as well, our Merfolk community. So yeah, if you're feeling a little bit off at the moment, or even if you're in a really good place, like I would love for you to stay and to listen. And I'd also love to hear your feedback on what you think on this subject as well. But um, the post that, um, uh, uh, so Vera Beach Mermaid put, she was saying about how down she feels about the recent changes and the recent laws that have come through where women are not allowed to get abortions, which is so prehistoric and dated and ridiculous. And I can't believe in this day and age that it's still so taboo for some people to get their heads around. But unfortunately, these these ideologies and these things are mostly linked to hmm, white men um they're mostly linked to people who do not believe that a woman's body a woman has a right to take care of her own body and to choose um you know there are a lot of laws in the u.s um you know in the uk obviously in the uk there are some things that are a bit different but some places in the world um another law that's just passed through that even victims of rape you know, from you know, from even from a very young age as well, which is a rape who end up becoming pregnant from these horrific um, uh, situations are not allowed to abort the baby of her intruder, and it's just something that there is just my heart, my heart and my womb breaks and at the same time feel so resilient in making sure that these conversations are had because I I cannot believe I cannot believe that these laws have been passed in some states you cannot you cannot 
a ball and actually it's not even as well the conversation of I saw a post about someone talking about this very instant very um, thing and um, it says about you know these women maybe may have to choose to abort their child for the because if they have if they be birth they may they may be having their own lives at risk baby might be already a passed away during pregnancy and she has to push out a, a dead baby you know there's a lot this, this, is a, this can be quite a triggering podcast so I know this is quite intense to listen to but so if it's something that you you don't want to listen to today that's absolutely fine I will not be offended if you guys need to take a moment away but I'm sure I'm sure most of you who are listening to this will be oh just flabbergasted at the at this at these states that have decided and in america that abortion is illegal oh and it's just ridiculous i can't i like it's almost exhausting like knowing that there are there are people in this world that don't believe women have rights over their bodies then you have the oh but what about the baby's choice and it's like well yes but the mother is the one that's carrying the baby mother's choice it's the mother's always the mother's choice whether to have the baby or not and also there might be health complications or some serious things that are going on that means the baby needs to be aborted um, or even in car accidents or there could be a lot of like there could be an accident that happens and the baby can't be aborted you know so you risk losing both the mother and the child and no woman who either wants to bring the, a life into the world or doesn't want to bring a life into the world should have to ever go through so there's a few topics that have been floating around um, in the last few days in my mind that I've been wanting to do a podcast over the last few weeks but I have also noticed like much like the other mermaids in our community that are very much in the forefront on social media are all struggling with and needing to take a break. Our beloved Moonsign Magic as well, she's needing to take a break and there's some things that are going on with her and I just... I don't know if you guys can sense this in the air right now. It might be the weather in the UK in June, as always. Hmm, if you're not listening to this from the UK and you're in another wonderful country, like, or, you know, whether you like your country or not, sorry, I don't mean to say that. But June is always the most unpredictable, strangest month of the year because you expect it to be hot because June and July, when I grew up as a child, like June, May, June, July onwards until like September, they were the hot months, at, well, like UK hot months, you know, they were, they were our summer and then, you know, then you go into autumn, which we're blessed with autumn and then we go into the darkness of winter and then we come back around to spring and then go into summer again. But I've noticed our summer months are now becoming a lot later and a lot shorter and it's just a bit, it's just a bit odd. Well, it's no, no coincidence. We have global warming to deal with. But like, but June is one of those months where it's either really beautiful or it's like cloudy and it has that like ominous, unsettling feeling. Where so you don't know what the weather's doing, but it's not cold, but it can get cold, or and then it the rains, but then it can be beautiful hot sun and just oh, it's just sometimes I feel that's really exhausting. Anyway, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because today is one of those days where my human partner, whoa, you know, my human, the human in my life now, um, has come to uh, Cornwall with me, and but he's working during the day, so that's the only way he could come come to the the house with me. 
as if he works during the day. So he's been working during the day and then we'll go off in the evening to do it together, sort of thing. Because it's still light about nine, ten o'clock, which is amazing. But I notice I I don't want to leave the house unless it's with um with the human in my life. And before he was here, I went out all the time. I came back anyway. Um, the last few nights when we we've got into got into got into bed, you know, go to sleep. Um, we've had some really quite hmm, exposing and overwhelming conversations um, to do with me, and uh, they've been really hard but really good to go through. And he's very. He's not empathetic, but he's very compassionate and very caring. So we even had a, ch- a chat about that, about I'm, I'm very highly empathic and I can sense and feel other people's feelings as they're feeling them when I can get, like, I get information from people, you know, just by them talking to me about those situations and, and their lives. And uh, it's not until recently that I realised that's an actual thing and not everybody has that. So, hmm, very strange. Anyway, that's probably why I feel so worried around people because I feel like everyone can think and feel what I'm thinking and feeling. Um, but it's generally not the case. So I've got so much unravelling that's happening at the moment, and I've realised that, I've realised I, since being here, have not relaxed. I've not relaxed. I'm trying to do all these projects to stay afloat and to start bringing in some cash cash flow that, you know, supports me and wanting to continue being creative while, you know, um, auditions are coming back and I'm healing my relationship with my voice and uh, I just I just noticed that I'm trying to take all these things on that I really want to do but I'm also not relaxing and I think I mentioned to you guys to you guys in a podcast before where if I don't do anything I, I, I feel like I don't do anything enough to warrant me relaxing which is bizarre because we should really okay. I say should just take the word should um, lightly, but I feel like I should be. Um, I lost my train of thought. I feel like we should always be relaxed, you know, and and to be able to experience any feelings, emotions, situations as they come. But yeah, it's just a bizarre, the most strangest feeling and things that I'm going through, and I've just noticed that everybody is going through this really strange awakening or there's really strange blockages in their lives or that people are just everyone's really struggling with their health and mental health and it's I just wanted to delve into a few things to talk about this podcast but I also really mainly wanted just to check in with you guys and remind you that you are amazing and to share some love with you the listener my dear friends and people that I don't know because as we know strangers are friends that we haven't met yet just to remind everybody that everybody we are so amazing (laughs) you are amazing you have your own skills and your own talents and you know trying to navigate doing things that bring us joy Um, and we know that the term living your best life you know is being thrown around and what does that even mean grammatically does that even make sense living your best life like does that even make sense in english let alone translating that into another language like living your best life why why do we have to strive to be the best at everything why can't we allow room to make mistakes and grow and change and and be okay with the change instead of having to strive to be 
and that false reality that is constant happiness. So, you know, I feel like, you know, if you need to hear this today, I'm going to say it. You do not need permission to be happy. You do not need permission to be sad. You do not need permission from anybody to deal with things the way you need to deal with them. To sit down and just sleep. If you don't want to do anything today, if you don't want a mermaid, if you don't want to swim, if you don't want to put your wig on, get your glad rags on, if you don't want to do that, then don't. Something that Courtney Mermaid said in one of her earlier, either early podcasts or early videos, she said, you don't have to go to the pool with mermaid every time. You don't even have to have a tail to be a mermaid. And she's absolutely right. And I always say that to people and I always say that to children as well. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a tail to be a mermaid. Most of us, you know, feel so drawn to the sea because I feel like we come from the sea because we come from this planet. We're a part of this planet. We're not visitors. So if we come from water because we are water, you know, and this planet it comes from stars from our understanding. And we are already in space. Check that out. Earth, we are in space. Space isn't out there. We are in it already. You know, like... Um, the tangent that I was going on was really clear in my mind and now it keeps interfering. Like, like I have to forgive myself for not remembering what I want to say all the time. So what was I saying? Um, you know, why we don't have... Oh yeah, if we're not feeling that we want to stick on our, our tails on and, you know, swim in the water like with our tails on, we don't have to. We don't have to go to the beach or the pool every time just to get footage or just to get in a mermaid tail and to because we feel like we should because we have our tails now and we're able to connect back to the water in that way so I've been thinking a lot about you know there's a pool here in Cornwall that I can go to with my tail on and they asked for footage and I said to them would they mind in exchange for some footage like free footage or would can I swim in the pool for free because you know like you know I would I would be more than happy to do that but also it um would they be able to offer me something back in this such a circumstance um so yeah there isn't a pool near me well we're trying to figure out one uh Mermaid Kaya and I near me near us at the moment to go swim to even though we'd have to get a train and a bus to it but there is where we are like there's in the south on the south coast there's barely any pools any swim pools that will allow you to swim in your mermaid form even if you're whether you're freedive certified or not so you know um I have this opportunity here and I'm not taking it. How insane is that? And I've noticed that through these conversations at night, going to bed when it's quiet, apart from the seagulls here are brutal and they just party all night outside your window. It's quite intense. <laughs> but um, I've noticed that I'll get to a point and I'll I have all these plans. So I'll go to do something or, yeah, I'll go to do something or someone will suggest something and I'll find reasons and excuses not to do it. Because I am so, my whole body and my energy is so tense that I'm exhausted. And and I think I put on a bit of a front, you know, like sometimes, you know, I've had some wonderful guests here over the, over the, over the, um, over the month, over the three weeks I've been here so far. And, um, and then I've, I've said to everyone, everyone come down, come visit. I haven't actually given time to myself to rest, like really relax. And it's fascinating because 
you know, now, like, um, I do have a, um, a friend coming this week, which I'm very excited for. Um, please don't get me wrong. Like, I've been very excited for my friends that have come to visit. It's been amazing and I've loved every second. But I also had to say no to a friend um, who's already been here. And I, I know she's probably listened to this and uh, I love you very much. And thank you so much for understanding this. Um, I just felt so overwhelmed that I was... Feel like I don't have any. I don't have much energy to share with other people for long periods of time, and that's obviously directly due to my voice. And my voice then directly is correlated to my career. My career means you know happiness and and balance and creativity and payment, and then that relates to my home life. And then all these things kind of stack up. They're all relative. And thank goodness I had this chat with my partner. Um, in crime, my human, about why I, um, why I'm I'm so I'm so quick to react. I'm so ready to react to anything and so negatively. And I understand actually this is actually where I'm at. Like I've known it, but I haven't really kind of. I've been battling with it instead of actually accepting that I'm trying to take too much or do too much when I'm already depleted within. I'm already, my body and my brain is tired. I'm so tired. And to the fact now, I've had two very, very obvious wake-up calls that I need to stop. And so I've been trying to set up mermaid yoga which is going to happen, but I feel like I have to even pause that. Um, the Sound the Siren films, my, you know, that's going to have to be put on pause right now. And I'm going to have to focus on myself. Like, something has got to give. Like, and I know that I've been throwing away everything into mermaiding because I haven't been able to sing. And do what I've been training to do since I was four years old. What I've loved doing, you know, since I was in my my mum's my mother's womb, you know, dancing around to music. So, you know, going through these processes like we all do, and and realizing and actually forgiving ourselves to be like, do you know what? I'm exhausted, and no, it's not because I'm not twenty one. It's because I'm stressed, and I've been living with stress now, like real traumatic stress quiet debilitating stress from like since before the pandemic then the pandemic happened and I thought I was absolutely fine and now coming out of it I realize I'm really not and I'm watching people around me via social media even though people I don't know and I'm listening to friends and fuck me like it's really brutal you know, and then we've got the war going on with Putin being an absolute, I don't even know the best word to describe him. You know, the, the war on Russia and Ukraine and our government in the UK is a laughingstock. And all this shit that's happening and the stuff that's going on in America and, and, and these other countries that are struggling. We've got the Amazon being burnt. We've got the, God, save the soil from Sadhguru. The soil's changing. People are running out of food and water. Like, this crisis is all happening and it's affecting all of us. And even in the, the West, you know, we... It's weird because we're not... We are being we are being directly affected by this and people are dividing so quickly over so much. Almost squabbling and it's always kind of sunk into our psyche. And something I wanted to 
segue on, excuse me, segue on to with this is my partner, hmm, partner, boyfriend, human in my life. He is an incredible skateboarder and he is he's ridiculous and watching him on a board is very nice, you know, and um, he's an incredible human being and I'm very glad to have him in my life in this chapter and like he asked me an opinion on something and I'm going to address it and we had a big chat about this. I don't know if I'm going to be as eloquent and as I think quite brilliant in terms of speaking about what I want to say in the response because when you're in the moment I felt really good I felt like yeah I know exactly what I need to say right now in response to that and I can see a very big picture about this particular incident the thing he asked my opinion on was there was a skateboarding competition in America uh, a female a female women's skateboarding competition and their headline <gasps> mm. The headline was transgender 29-year-old skateboarder beats, uh, wins the title and takes home 500 pounds. And then it goes on to saying that they beat a nine, she beat a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old for the, the prize. And the skateboarding community has gone nuts. And I don't even know where to start with this headline and this this ridiculously cold manipulative um sexist close-minded article that was written <sighs> and i want to talk about this because this also i think is very important in our in our community because apparently we've had some drama We've had it where people, you're not a mermaid until you have a silicone tail or you're not, you know, you can't be a mermaid or a man or, you know, you're, you're, not, you're, 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 you know, we have like, we have a lot of stigma and a lot of pre prejudice. We have a lot of prejudice, prejudice and what we think, well, not we, not everyone, but a lot, what a lot of people think that mer, the mer community should look like. We should be like ridiculously strong and skinny and abs and, and have flowing hair and, men the male mers should be like really ripped with abs and have like armor and all this shit and it's like why 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 first of all no one knows what mers really look like what if we already look like mers what if mers are human who knows we have only you know heard from christopher columbus i mean he's a whole other kettle of fish about you know, not naming things correctly or places or even people, and you know, correctly. So, you know, whether he saw a mermaid, who knows? <laughs> like, we've had stories, and merfolk, mermaids, and mermen are in our history, they're in our folklore, they're in our songs and stories. There is an, an energy, there is a representation of a mer throughout most of our language. But do we really know what one looks like or are we just projecting on what we think one would look like in that time, you know, like, so what if we're completely wrong about what MERS even look like? So if we actually don't really know what MERS look like, who the hell gets to decide what MERS look like when you want to be one or you resonate or you are one? So, you know, like, I've been, I've been, this is so small, into comparison to a transgender man or a transgender woman going into a skateboarding competition, but 
why do, when I turn to my mermaid form, why do I have long hair? Human form, I don't have long hair. Why do I feel the need to do that? Probably because I'm just going to pour my lovely loose rubos and oat milk tea into out of my little cafeteria, into my teacup and take a freaking sip. I think you just heard that. And if you don't like the sounds of it, close your ears, so sorry. Tea makes everything better. So what makes, you know, why do we have these, why do we, sh well, I'm just, this is going to be a swearing episode. Why do we feel the need to shit on others with, when, when they don't look, when they don't look like aerial? Like, I mean, oh my gosh. Like, why are mermaids probably aren't even white? Just saying, just gonna throw that out there. You know, mermaids can be of any ethnicity. Might not, you know, mermaids might be green. They might be blue. They might be grey. They might not look the way we think they look. So who who has the right? Who thinks they have the right? And your audacity to call out someone who can't be a mermaid, who can't be a skateboarder because of the way they look, because of their sexuality and what is their what is their sexual preference or um, gender or ethnicity got anything to do? with being really damn good at something or even just enjoying it. So with this article, um, <sighs> my partner is a very open-minded, very clever, smart, intuitive person. And he also likes a healthy debate. I don't like debates. I don't like debates when it is at, I don't like debates. There's a debate, like if somebody is calling out somebody or saying this person can't do that because of that, and it's to do with their, their, how they are as a person. How dare you? How dare you? And the, there's a few issues with this, um, skate, no, my partner, sorry, my partner said that he discussed this sort of, uh, this article with, a, excuse me, a few skateboarder friends of his. And I asked him, I was like, oh, woman she is not a man just because she she may or may not have the genitalia or a build of a man it's also got nothing to do with you why is it that when we think of transgender men and women we instantly think of their organs the organ does not does not define the, the gender of a male a man a woman or a non-binary person organs do not dictate who you are you do and i and i'm so heartbroken and annoyed but I was very good in dealing with this kind of thing so rationally and so open I feel and you know so there's obviously a lot of skateboarders think well why a 29 year old man shouldn't be competing against a nine-year-old girl and I'm like well first off the issue with all of this is the article itself not questioning why the competition isn't done by skill category or isn't done by age category. If somebody identifies as a woman, she is a woman. And uh, there's so many facets to this. It even goes back to like why there are male sports like male tennis and female tennis, women's football and men's football. Because women have been suppressed for so long to be believed and to believe and for us to even believe that we are the weaker sex. Which is ridiculous because we bear so much more pain than men can. We endure so much a month that when we're told to just get up, don't be, don't stand back, don't let your period get you down, as if to not, not, not acknowledge that your body's going through something quite incredible every freaking month. 
you know, and so for my wonderful um, male identifying listeners as well, like you go through things too. You go through things as well. We are affected by the mood just as much as women are. So, and I know that you listeners that are that are male identifying will, you know, I feel like you would have a lot of compassion in this subject, and I feel like you would, especially if you are someone who loves being in the water because of the flow, because of the tides, because of the moon, because of the pull that you have to the environment, our our amazing planet. You know, and also I'm very sure that you guys aren't dicks. <laughs> but um, you know, um so I, you know, I I feel like we're I feel like my listeners, you guys, are pretty much gonna be on the same page as this. And if you're not, I would love to hear your opinion. But if I disagree with you, I disagree with you. And it's not because it's my opinion, it's because of actually what the facts of what we're saying usually are so influenced by the people around us and headlines like that, transgender twenty nine year old woman wins competition, steals the, t- steals the title, I'm going to have to get this article up, steals the title, or is victorious against 9 and 13 year old, or whatever whatever it bloody was, but I was like, well, okay, if you are going to bring the subject that this woman is a transgender woman who won a skateboarding competition in a female category, how you should write it is not that, if you want to talk about transgender woman, you should be, ce- and you want it to be celebrated that someone has faced and gone through a huge thing and had the and had the the guts enough to enter into a skateboarding competition, knowing that she's going to get backlash, and she does it anyway. That should be supported. That should be celebrated. Not the dick slinging around. That's have excuse my excuse my language. I um I'm just going to be on. I'm quite open and quite brutal about this not dick around being like well why is that man she's obviously a man she's a transgender she's a man competing against a nine and 13 year old and it's like she's not a man also why are you thinking about her genitalia again it's got nothing to do with you and i was listening to what my partner was saying about you know having a different genetic build and this is a complex thing and i'm going to lay it out like this Yes, men and women, women who are, you know, whether you're born or into a man or woman's body, the genetic makeup of a more female body versus a more masculine body, you know, will have different points of gravity. And I know this because in dance, coming from a professional dance background, I understand that the male male weights will be, their weights are more distributed in their hips. So they're going to be strong at turning and jumps and like the general movement of a man will be different, can be different, or we've been led to believe is different from the movement of a woman. Now, a woman may hold her weight more up in her chest because we have breasts, so our dis- our placement and gravity is different. That I understand. This is, I understand, and I understand that that goes along with everything. However... Let me just put this out there. Okay, so if you put me and my sister, we were both dancers, she's now in the army. And uh, if you put me and my sister in a competition for something, my sister and I had the same dance background. I've obviously carried on with dance and, and now practice yoga. My sister has now gone into the army and she has a whole other load of set of training. 
we go into a competition doing the same thing, whatever it is, one of us, we either will both be really good at it, but one of us will be stronger at it than the other. We're both the same height. We've both got the same genetics. We both, you know, we're both from the same parents. We are the same build. However, her build now is a lot more stockier. She's got a lot more muscle mass. She's, you know, she's like, she's been trained to carry Birkins on a Birkins, is that the right word? Wow, so how uh, how out of touch with the army am I? <laughs> She's had to carry equipment and do exercise and do all this other like weight bearing, like strong army stuff. My sorry, my training and my body, my physique is completely different to hers. Now, but we started off the same, but we're not no two people are the same. So what I'm gonna say is, me and my sister, right, go into a competition and we both had different training, physical competition. My sister won it, and in that title, you know, bearing in mind now we both have different physiques because we've both been trained differently, and obviously we have different personalities. But we go into a competition, she wins it, and in the title it says, Gay woman steals cup from dancer. For example, instead of saying, woman wins cup in a competition why is why would if my sister's sexuality and you know her or like her training has been pulled out oh that's why she won it and people are bitter about that because the dance i didn't win it can you can you see what i'm trying to say like how dare we ever ever penalize somebody for winning something about that because of their orientation or criticizing them because of their their gender that has nothing to do with it and I've you know and I hope I can I hope for you for those of you who still aren't sure I hope this can explain it a bit more so my sister and I again same height but now we've got a different build so we're gonna both as individuals have our own strengths she is an incredible tap dancer like I'm good at tap and I know you know and I've had good training and blah blah, blah. I'm, I consider myself a strong tapper but she is an incredible tap dancer she always was grounded she had her weight in a different way like she was such a um a grounded weighty dancer like the only way I can describe her she was absolutely brilliant I have strengths in another part I'm a I consider myself a strong contemporary or you know dancer you know we both went Ballet wasn't our favourite, although we really enjoyed ballet. Our physiques were suited for other genres, which is actually what we ended up loving doing instead. So why is it that, you know, when it comes to any sport, you're going to have different sets of skill to the other competitor? You might have a longer arm, so you can, I don't know, it might affect how you throw a disc. You might have, like, a different shaped shoulders. You might be stronger at swimming, like... And so why does it matter when a skateboarder, whether she is a transgender woman or a woman, why does it matter where her placement of her weight is? She, the trans transgender woman, 29-year-old woman, she may she may have won that cup probably because, well, she would have won the cup because she was bloody brilliant and she deserved to win it and she was excellent. So what the article should be talking about in that if there isn't if some people are unhappy about the fact that there is a 29 year old woman competing against a nine-year-old girl then what we need to be doing in that article and this problem we need to be addressing the age range if the competition is based on skill because you can get incredible nine-year-olds 
some incredible 29 year olds, skaters, skateboarders, right? Or whatever competition. If the competition is judging it on skill set, then that needs to be made very clear, which usually, you know, usually is. If the competition, if people don't think this is fair, 29 year old willing, winning over a nine year old girl, then the, the issue isn't the competitors, it's the competition. The issue is then, then you should be doing the age range. Because like in dance festivals growing up, you always had your age range festival. You know, you would not, I would like, as a four-year-old, you're not going to compete against a 15-year-old. Do you know what I mean? You have completely, A, you're a completely different age, completely different categories, completely different, like, experience. So no, you're not going to have a four-year-old competing against a 15-year-old. So you have age categories. And depending on your age and when you were born, you will be in those categories. So sometimes you'll have, like, five to seven-year-olds or like, I don't know, 12 to 13 section, 13 to 15. And depending on what the competition is, they will either broaden their age range or short or shorten their age range. So in that way, you know, you're in the age category, but you still may have a nine-year-old, two nine-year-olds doing a, I don't know, a ballet solo. One nine-year-old and both nine-year-olds may have had the same training and one may be just really good at ballet and the other one not quite as good. So the one who's really good at ballet is going to probably win because she's really good at ballet. But you wouldn't kick off at that, would you? Unless you are a really snidey dance mum. I had a snidey dance mum that kicked me out, got me banned from a festival because I ended up going to being accepted into a uh, Sylvia Young Theatre School, which is a a, a well-renowned, well respected um, like theatre school. But people didn't realise, so people thought, oh, I'm getting extra training. And it's like, well, actually, I'm doing the same solo as I did. I've only, I haven't, I've only just started. And you're only saying this because in this festival, I happened to win against your child. But the last festival, she won against me. Now, what's the, what's the problem? Anyway... So people will find any reason at bitterness, jealousy or uncertainty or not or misunderstanding of a situation to complain about it. So with this festival, for example, this the Sylvia Young is a three three day full academic days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's no dancing in sight. No, no singing, no acting it is purely academic. Thursday and Friday are the two days that you have that are vocational, that are the dance, the drama, acting, singing, all the things. So, but if you actually split that up throughout a week, it's probably only a little bit more training than you would do if you were going to a dance school after school. So, what's the problem? Anyway, so when it comes to that skateboarding competition, what the article should be saying is that not focusing on this woman's identity who she is and you know because all that is going to do which is actually what he ended up doing to my partner even though he agreed with me he was trying to he was challenging me and I fucking hate I fucking hate being challenged when it's up look we're not arguing against each other it's other people that are going to see this title and then have a go and criticize this poor bloody woman that you know, got the guts out and went skateboarding and she won because she was amazing. She didn't win because she was previously, she has a male body or she was born a man. That's got nothing to do with it. That's her skill set, you know? So what the issue actually is, 
is the um the competition isn't set up for either age category or skill set because you can be a phenomenal nine-year-old skateboarder and you can be an amazing 29-year-old skateboarder so if it's to do with skill set then it should be based on that skill not not her sexuality not her age do you know what i mean like fuck off <laughs> fuck off fuck right off and that that and i can just see like most sports I've been dominated by men and I say this with utmost respect because I know not everybody's going to be thinking this way and I know that my partner doesn't think this way and I felt like I, I had to gently kind of try and say like even you don't think that way but it, it sounds like you would have a problem with it so it's a problem that you're intimidated or is the problem actually the the way this article has been written to make you think that it's not fair for a man even though she's a woman to go up against a nine-year-old because that is exactly how that article reads and i was fucking furious so yeah so but i want to talk about this and it's important for our amazing you know lgbtq plus community to be supported and loved um, and accepted with open arms and but it's also okay to not understand. It's also okay if you are a straight man, ma- male or woman, or you identify as a female and male, or you still don't understand what like LGBTQ plus stands for, or the community, the gay community, the queer community, who they are. Like they're not a separate entity. <laughs> they are people. We are all people, and your sexual preference has got nothing to do with anybody else except the person that they are having, you know, lots of love with. So, fucking stick your nose out. Anyway, but it is also okay to ask questions. But if you want to ask someone who is um, gay, transgender, or um, a non-binary or gender fluid, then you want to ask questions. Ask and say, I, I would like to understand, um, I'd like to understand if you don't mind sharing um what that means or if you don't want to talk to someone directly because also you don't know where someone is in their journey whether it's still a very sensitive subject because it is a sensitive subject because it's put in headlines like that that highlight and and ridicule and demonize people for being who they are so yes people are going to lose their shit sometimes yeah much like women much like i do i lose my shit if a fucking kitchen joke is made to crack at me i'm like would you fuck off and it's like oh it's just a joke and I'm like do you know what the fact that you're saying it's just a joke you're trying to joke about something that isn't funny and it's still an issue and we're still not paid right and we're still having abortion laws placed on us so yeah people are pissed people are fucking pissed like so when it comes to talking to somebody about something you don't understand like just take a breath for yourself and ask if it's something that would be confident, confident and feel comfortable to explain to you. Or the other option is have a look on the internet. Because the internet and there will be wonderful websites that talk about how to understand or deal with or learning the language. Like learning like he, she and they. And um, you know, it's and it's very easy to say like a friend of mine called a halo. Like they are absolutely beautiful. And but I met her. Hey, sorry. See, I've done it there. I met I met them on a day where she was identified. She was feeling very feminine, so I <laughs> see her as a her, even though I know she is non-binary or she's gender fluid. 
sorry, I think it's gender fluid. Um, and Halo, if you ever listen to this, I really hope that I'm I'm doing you a service and that I am that you feel nothing but love from, from me about this because I want to get this right as well. So it's okay to ask. It's okay to have a look. And if you don't know, just call them their name. Just call them by their name. You don't have to say he, she, they, or them if you need a little bit of time to to learn that. You know? And so I just think it's important. And it's important because, you know, people that don't understand, like, say the average, the av- I don't want to say average either, say a straight person has met a, a you know, a gay man. But he also identifies, or they also identify as gender fluid. You know, it's, it's, it can be a lot for a straight person to take in because you don't know any difference. You don't know what it's like to be, A, have to go through, you know, come that coming out process. When you have to, like, go through a process of coming out to people so other people know who you are and it should just be accepted. That whole process of that and then realising, actually, I don't think I identify as male all the time. I feel like I'm more fluid. Then having to discover that, that's a lot. It's a lot for anyone to go through. And the society, unfortunately, as much as there is amazing support out there, there is still a lot of fuckers you know there's still a lot of people who don't want to accept people that aren't straight or that don't want to accept people that aren't white or don't want to accept that mermaids are also fat and beautiful and from different parts of the world you know like i'm not from different uh, different ethnic backgrounds and so it's like i understand why people can get frustrated i understand why it's a lot to take in because some people would never even meet um um a gay man or woman, let alone, you know, a, a non-binary or gender fluid man or woman. And also, we're even put in society where we tick boxes to say if we are male, female, and you're lucky now if there's, like, other, like, you know, like, <sighs> our society isn't even set up to adjust, you know, in some places they have, and there are some places that are really making a big difference, um, you know, with passports, I think are starting to have enough. I have to look into that. But there are things like filling out a form. You can now say whether you even want to say if you're male or female or identify as that. Because also, why the fuck is it anything to do with them? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, there's just a lot to a lot to unpack in this episode, and I you know, and I think it's so important for like some of these words will be like positive trigger words and might have might you may have like mind sweep moments i may have mind sweep moments i may be saying something that i'll listen back to this podcast one day and be like oh i didn't quite get that right somebody might even point it out to me if there is anything that i am incorrect you know or i haven't got quite right or learnt or i haven't been as mindful as i thought i was i would love to hear from you because again i who am I to be disrespectful and who am I to not get something kind going into my in my daily life and vocabulary? Like, you know, I want to support our uh, uh, my, my friends and friends I haven't met yet. I want to support you. I want this podcast to be a safe place for me to talk freely and, and I hope that things that I say resonate with people. And I just want people to know today if you're having a really difficult, there's a fly again in my face you know, poor fly, you know, I want people to know if they're having a really difficult 
challenging day with the, with the media or if there's things going on at home or in your personal life or if you're not feeling okay today as frustrating as I find this sentence that it's okay not to be okay it really is okay not to be okay and it's okay to sit with your feelings for a long time and figure them out and it's also okay to say that's enough and you'll come back to it like there are so many amazing I now have a well-being coach I have a well-being coach to talk to her about how I'm feeling and it to me even when I'm saying it out loud I feel like I feel like how dare I even say these things but actually my coach turned around to me and said you have the right to say these things because it is your is it's your experience and you cannot cannot compare your experience to other people because you're if that means you're invalidating your feelings you know and um I have met some wonderful mermaids down here and and you know it's been so nice. I had no idea that one of the gorgeous mermaids that I've been friends with, Tasha Ferry. I love you, babe. I love you so much. It's been amazing meeting you and uh, we'll swim together again soon. Like, I met her and she was so wonderful in, in saying that she listens to my podcast and watches my YouTube videos and, you know, and it felt really, really, oh, how can I say this? Not like, um, yay, my ego's been scrubbed, but it felt so so lovely because I connected to somebody I I'm, what I'm saying what I'm sharing I'm 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 you know by being open and being vulnerable and exposed through the microphone talking to you I'm literally staring I'm literally staring at a mirror that's covered with my jacket because I don't want to look at my face because I want to concentrate and flow with my words to you like I'm opening up and you guys are listening to this and you're resonating with it. So and that brings me joy because in my heart, I really hope that by opening up myself, I can encourage you guys to do the same. You know, because sometimes we don't always have someone to talk to. And for a while, I was so resilient to having a well-being coach. But the job centre, actually, in the restart programme, kind of put me on that path. And now I have someone I can call. I've just been so good to know that I have someone there to speak to you know and I end up talking and talking and talking and I and I end up apologizing that you know we've gone over an hour and a half and she should have got clocked off like an hour and a half ago she's like well no that's what I'm here for this is what we're navigating through this is the more you talk about and get this out this is what I'm here for so it actually relieves my friends and family you know family don't you know I'm don't really speak to my family about these such things because I'm not really close to my immediate family anymore. But, like, my friends now are my family. And I do have family members I can speak to. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. But, like, so I really just wanted to send some love back to you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you. A huge thank you for those of you who, as well, who have donated to Sound the Siren crowdfunder page to get these films off the ground, um, out of the water, or into the water. And also thank you for my, my patrons, that my two patrons that um, um, support me financially to be able to rest a little bit and be able to do this and go through this process and say things and make videos and to express. to um, Helping me do that because, you know, it's like having a cup of coffee and talking to somebody or making something you know, over a cup of coffee. It's just delicious. So thank you so much. 
to my gorgeous two patrons who do that for me um, and hold that space for me to be able to do this. So, yeah. And thank you for all those listeners as well that aren't patrons that still listen wherever you are in the world. And I just want you to know that I know that the world at the moment is fucking terrifying and heartbreaking, but do you know what? Amongst all of that, we are having victories around the world. You know, it took one person to film that plastic straw in that turtle's nose to go around to make a fucking huge wave of change to have paper straws. And I know people are like, oh, complaining about McDonald's straws. They don't last long. It's like, well, that's the point. It's kind of better to have a straw that doesn't last for a few minutes that you're drinking out your gross milkshake than a plastic one that's kind of choked the life out of a turtle you know that's been trying to survive for like 50 years or so and then it's got a turtle up and straw up its nose and it can't go anywhere like so like there are amazing changes that are happening there are loads of beach cleaning groups that are happening there's cold water swimming groups that are happening there are people coming together there are people supporting each other my well-being coach had the most ridiculous horrific shit that happened to her and she was in the army and her life changed and now she's there helping me like there are some amazing people out there and you are also amazing and so please if you're feeling shitty or weird or stressed you are amazing and give yourself permission to feel those things and acknowledge and take things off your plate if you can't handle that because it is okay to not be able to handle things. And most of the time, when you can't handle it, it's because there's too much on the plate. And the plate needs a wash. The plate needs some work. The plate needs some fucking repair. And I feel like my plate is so empty, but so full at the same time. And uh, I've now got to either switch back to mermaiding being um, a thing just for myself and come off social media or not focus as much because I'm definitely throwing myself into it because I've not been able to be on stage or like um, sing. So finding that balance and having conversations, even if you start a podcast and just talking to your phone mic on your on your on your headphones and just get your get your stuff out there, even if you never post it, even if you never share it with the world, getting it out there, getting it. Out and allowing your brain to process what you're thinking and feeling and vocalizing stuff. <sighs> that is why I started this podcast, and it really helps every time. To the point that I'm feeling quite overwhelmed and quite emotional, and I know this podcast has now gone on for nearly an hour. I don't know about you, I love long podcasts. <laughs> I freaking love long podcasts. Like, like I, I tap into the the person you're speaking and. Can, can hear all this information and feeling and, and facts and all this stuff that comes out and I love it so if you but if you do like shorter podcast then you know maybe one day I'll make sure podcast <laughs> but you know if you have something to say use your voice use your voice you have one use it even if it's just to make a sigh even if it's a shout even if it's to, to sing to laugh to cry use your voice it's there as part of our human experience so if you have something to say, say it. If you have a lot to get off your chest, but you don't have anyone to talk to, say it out loud. You know? So I want you to all to know and all to remember that you are an incredible being just because you are you. 
and we may not see it, I may not see it in myself, but other people's do. Other people's do, other people do, and you can give and share as much information with people as you want to. But the most important thing is what do you want your experience to be in this life? What do you want? What do you want to manifest? Like, you, we do not have to wait for a parent's permission. We do not have to wait for a teacher. We don't certainly don't have to wait for the government to decide what you, what we want to do in our own personal lives, where we want to live. Why do we have to stay in one place all the time? We, we, you know, who, who says that we can't go and move to Bolivia? Who says we can't? Well, I mean, you know, I know there's some COVID stuff going on, but who says you can't move to another country? Who says you can't move to the house next door? Like... Who says you can't eat that bar of chocolate? You know, um, I have noticed, just going back to, just backtracking a little bit, but it is relative to what I've just said. So these two wake-up calls that I've had with my body made me realising that, excuse me, made me realise that I have got so many ideas that they're actually not helping me in the slightest. And I collapsed twice. The first time it happened, I was on. I was coming off from a potential meeting, meeting uh, Zoom chat with another project that I was potentially going to be doing with my human partner. Um, but I came off with that feeling so stressed because I wanted to impress these people and I wanted them to hear me and and you know, I wanted to help and I wanted them to know I'm reliable and they also understand about my vocal problems. But I just couldn't seem to talk I couldn't seem to get any sound out so that afterwards I felt so strained and my throat felt so constricted that I went so lightheaded I had to go back on the phone to my partner and call him and, and um he identifies as a him he's a male he's you know if that if that's something you wanted to know he you know call him and I'm on the couch feeling so like even now I'm not talking about it I feel lightheaded but I couldn't move my body. I couldn't move. And it lasted for about 15 minutes. And then I managed to get a bit better. And then I had some water. And, you know, second time it happened was I was with him. And I was stood up to go and talk to him about something, whatever it was. I stumbled. And I felt like my legs had gone like jelly. And my head had gone heavy. And I just felt like a, I felt vacuous. I felt empty and heavy. My body felt so heavy that, I, I, well, I basically collapsed and for the next few hours, even to the next morning, I couldn't move my body. So, yeah, that was a huge wake-up call. We had to call 111 and I couldn't understand what was going on, you know, didn't know if it was an allergic reaction or whatever it was. And then a few days later, I had a look. Um, because, I, you know, they came out and they tracked my bloods and did a, a, a um, an EKG, a, a heart test, like a, you know, seeing what everything was going on in my body. And things came back normal, but my, my heartbeats were slower. And it was like, what? Anyway, so this is a whole thing. I feel like my partner's actually outside the door and we're supposed to be going somewhere. I think he came up to check up on me. And so I think I'm going to end the podcast here, but I'm going to talk about this in my next one, I think tell you what happened um but those wake-up calls and I started looking at what could potentially be setting this off guess what it was related to stress and anxiety and I've never 
ever experienced something like that so drastic that it wiped me out for an entire evening. I couldn't move, couldn't move my head, could barely speak. I had to really work hard and focusing. I was fuzzy. I couldn't lift my arms, couldn't move my legs. I was sat on the couch, slopped to the side like a potato for hours. And it was debilitating and very scary. And, um, yeah, like I feel a bit numb talking about it now. How funny is that? But I had a conversation with my partner and we he nailed it on the head. I've got so much going on in my brain. So much trying to figure things out because I'm used to just just turning up, dancing, doing my job, working hard and then everything else is sorted, you know. So I've been working so much. I'm trying to get these things off the ground my projects because they're what I want to do but I'm it's too much it's too much it's too much panic it's too much stress it's too much worry and um it's a lot so I have realized that something's got to stop and I need to figure out what it is I need to stop whether I need to stop making youtube videos stop this podcast stop the sound siren project there's something that's got to stop and i need to focus on one thing and one thing only and uh i don't know which one it is so i need to or i shift things so my youtube videos i do them for fun you know they're for fun you know when i can make them i can make them but i know you know like content creators if they're going to do well they need to have the consistency but i can't dedicate my time to that um and um Doing this podcast, I've been able to do it more. And, um, you know, this also happens as and when I need to talk. So, you know, again, like my listeners, are you are you going to stay with me even though I'm not constantly posting about stuff? So it's just, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And I feel like, I feel like I'm putting myself out there too much when I haven't even got my plate. My plate's chipped. I'm cracked. So I'm not surprised people are having burnouts. But, you know... Everything I've just said to you, I have to also say to myself. Because <laughs> um, that would make sense, right? You know? So I think I also need to take care of myself and do one thing at a time. And get into the flow of that. Because that's the only way I'm going to rebalance. If I'm taking too much, too many things on and expecting too much of myself and worrying what other people are expecting of me, then I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm going to keep collapsing. And, you know, that's just not okay, you know. So I hope that, um, I hope that I'm able to rebalance. And I know I will, but I really hope that every podcast, there is something in this that you have resonated with or maybe opened your mind or maybe you don't agree with, which is okay. But if you don't agree with everyone being treated with equality, then this isn't the place for you. Or it is a place for you. And if you want to listen to more, then please do. Because everybody is welcome here. And I haven't had any abuse. I haven't had any horrible comments or anything come back to me. So, which is good. Which is nice. But if it does come back to me and there are things that are unkind, I'm just not going to take it. Because I don't need that, you know. Um, But that goes for you guys too, you know. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy taking care of yourself, you know. It can be a beautiful process. 
And um, I hope that even if you're feeling really fucking shit today, I hope that you know it's okay to feel fucking shit because that doesn't last forever either. It's a false reality to stay in a, a negative space for too long, much as it is to pretend to try and be happy all the time. So just be kind to yourself, take a deep breath, and you know what, to end this podcast, we're going to do some breathing together, and um, and I hope that this really helps. So wherever you are, if you're driving, maybe don't close your eyes, but um, wherever you are, I want you to either take a seat or if you're standing up, relax. I would like you to close your eyes and invite you to bring attention to your breath. You don't have to modify your breath. You don't have to change your breath. You don't have to criticise how you're breathing. Just notice your breath. You may notice the temperature of the air going in and out of your nose. You may even notice the rise and fall of your belly or you may notice your ribs doing most of the work. You may notice that your chest or your shoulders are tense. Just relax them. This moment where you are taking time to breathe consciously. is all we ever really need. If you have your eyes closed, you can keep them closed or you can blink them open gently. Or if you're driving or wandering around, I really hope that right now you're feeling a little bit more calm, a little bit more grounded and a little bit more spacious inside. And I hope that you are able to take this wonderful, peaceful energy with you throughout the rest of your day. Much love, namaste, stay wild, and I will see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.